Welcome back to Tell Them You Mean Business. We have another great episode for you today featuring Linda Short. She'll be talking to us about her story of being involved in the Wisconsin Breast Cancer Showhouse and their events during October Breast Cancer Awareness Month. All this and so much more coming up on this episode of Tell Them You Mean Business. So I am so excited to be sitting across from Linda Short, and I'm going to make sure I get her title correct because uh, she is worthy of the title because she is such a great woman and doing so many amazing things. But she is the PR chair at the Wisconsin Breast Cancer Show House and the volunteer coordinator. And she is going to explain to you how important that role and title is as well. So Linda, thank you so much for being here with me today. It's an honor to be sitting across from you. You've done so many great things over your career, and I'm excited for our listeners to hear about them. So tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got involved with the Breast Cancer Show House and tell us uh, about you. Thank you so much for having me. Um, I heard about the Breast Cancer Show House because they need volunteers. At night, I brought a team of women and we'd stand in this beautiful show house. Every year we have a different mansion. The designers come in and work their magic and then we open it to the public for two weeks. So I started as a docent in a room saying, please pay attention to the wonderful armoire and by the way, it's for sale or look at that original <laughs> art piece, blah, blah, blah. And then I moved up to a captain, which meant I got my own team. And then I ended up getting all the volunteers, thus the volunteer coordinator. In the meantime, um, I did it 12 years. And after 12 years, I got breast cancer. And my tagline was, I should have volunteered for the Humane Society. I would have had a puppy. But no, I volunteer for breast cancer and get the breast cancer. Yeah, that's an odd so, twist, and we're, yeah. we're sorry for that. But you have been doing this now, and I know I have some notes. Is it 21 years? I think we're into 22. That is yeah. unbelievable. And, and, and to start at the bottom, you know, I love stories like that because that's how I started here. You know, I started at the bottom and worked my way up. And I truly understand the work it takes to start at the bottom and the dedication and to move yourself up to the top. But how amazing is it that for you, the last 22 years, to be doing these great things? So can you tell us a little bit about when the Wisconsin Breast Cancer Showhouse first came into being and what its uh, purpose was, and just give us a, just a tiny bit of a history um, in, in what's transpired and how this great thing came to being. We started in 1998, and our founder, who's Nancy Kenny, had breast cancer and decided this would be a wonderful way to raise money and get awareness in the community. So we opened the house, and believe me, we've changed a lot since because they're bigger, they're better houses, they're wonderful. The designers come in at their own cost, and they use their own supplies. They do not get paid, and they give us a design board and say, this is my feeling, this is my image for what this room could be. That being said, we need a lot of volunteers. So you have people at the front desk. We're open for 16 days, three shifts a day. You need people taking tickets, you need t people in each room, and of course, we're talking about the designers and what they've done. So we have a lot of, of the volunteers that we feel are very, very important. 
also is the funding that we need to get. So the money from these houses go toward research at the Medical College of Wisconsin. And we pride ourselves in the fact that our research is for both prostate and breast cancer. Yeah, and I'm sure most people just assume by the title of the organization that it's all about the breast cancer. I want to I want to just take a few steps back if I can. So I think what you told me, and, and I just love stories like this, and we're finding more and more of this kind of thing. There was a woman that had breast cancer, and she decided that she wanted to start something to try to make a difference and raise some money, and she came up with finding a, a show home to show and raise some money for breast cancer. And and then look at how this thing is taken off with one person's vision and just trying to make a difference. Um, and how do you guys go about now on a yearly basis in finding the homes that are gonna be the, the breast cancer show home? That's a great question. It comes up all the time because many people say, well, you can do my house, but not every house is a show house. Right. One of the key things, and if you think about this, you need an ascending step and a descending step because you have a tour going through. You can't both come up and down the steps. Interesting. I never thought of it that so way. So that's something to look for. Realtors will give us a heads up. We go out there and we looked at the real estate sites, but a lot of it is word of mouth. How far in advance did you have to pick the show house to be able to do all the stuff that you need to have done and then have it be ready for the people to come and tour? That's key because of shipping problems these days. The designers come in. And so by about December, we have to know if we're going to do it. And then they sign a contract so that the designers can come in and find out what room they want, what they need to do to accessorize the room, and then hoping that shipping and handling and getting the freight and all that in, the paint, getting it rehabbed. So they sign the contract around December. By of January, the year before? The year before. Okay. So we barely lock the door in June and we're looking for a new house. Yeah, I mean, to me, as I think about this process, that doesn't seem like that long of time mm -mm. to be able to have the contract die in December and then have it all be ready by June. That, wow, you, you guys must really have this down to a science that you can turn that around uh, so quickly. Talk me through the process of you find the home you're gonna use and then how how much is the house changed? You said a little earlier that some people may wanna volunteer their house because they wanna have it all uh, redesigned. And how much changes is actually, are actually done to a, to a given house to get it ready for this magnificent event? I think it depends upon the house itself. If it has the, the bones, the bare bones, some of them, they really have to do a lot of reconstruction. Most of it for the designer would just be coming in and doing the painting and the, what I call the fluffing. But what they have to do is show us a design review board. So it's usually things like curtains, accessories, pillows, um, furniture. The one in Oconomowoc, they took an old garage and made it into the master bedroom. So it depends upon the house itself. But okay. many of these mansions need updating. But if they're historic, you can't ruin the historic value. Right. And how does the WBCS get support from the community? Besides the designers giving their own uh, time um, and money, like tell us how the community gets involved and, and gets excited about that. I think a lot of it has to do with um, we need people. So you're getting people coming to our events. We're getting people that maybe they just want to go put yard signs out for us. 
But then we have these wonderful sponsors for our events, which have been, in fact, Hubie and Abraham sponsors us often. Hubie and Abraham had a house. Susan and Michael Hubie generously gave their house in 2004. It was a show house. Yeah, I know. It was actually Suzanne's mother's house, I okay. believe. Okay. And uh, I know they were so excited uh, to be involved and to let that house be used as the show house. But other businesses and foundations support us year after year. And they do that. If it wasn't for them, we couldn't do this because we are a nonprofit 501c3 and we're all volunteers. So we need support from the community. We need sponsors for our events. We do a big gala the night before the house opens. Well, you need a sponsor for that. We every dime we get goes to research after we've paid for our porta potties and our tents. So we the more funding and um, support we can get from the community, it could be just the people giving of the time. It could be people who know a cancer survivor and want to give it in honor of that person. There's hardly anybody that doesn't know either a prostate or a breast cancer survivor, which is sad. Yeah, it's terrible. Because the number's raising. But in addition to that, we if you attend our events, you're supporting us. If you give donations, you're supporting us. You donate your time at the event, that's another way to support us, or come to one of the events, either the golf outing, the show house, the gala before the show house, and then we do a big luncheon at the Italian Community Center to showcase both prostate and breast cancer survivors. Now you've stolen some of my thunder because that was gonna be the next question <laughs> I was gonna ask you. You're so thorough and you're getting through all this stuff without my ability to ask questions. I feel almost useless here today with you, Linda, because you're so good at this. Um, but I mistakenly thought that really the only event you did each year was the Breast Cancer Show House. And you told me before we started that I was mistaken and there's all these other events and that is awesome. So I want to be a little more specific and I want you to break them out for me if you wouldn't mind kind of event by event so other people can understand, hey, if I can't be involved in June in the show house, uh, the breast cancer show house in 2022, there's all these other opportunities for, for me to help this awesome organization. And I'm going to start with one because I love golf and I know uh, you told me there's a golf outing. So let's start with that one and, and just tell me uh, like you were just starting to do the other events that you guys have. So uh, you're able to raise money for these amazing causes. The golf event is usually in August. Mother Nature wouldn't let us go out on the golf course. It was torrential downpour. So we had the dinner in August and we're golfing next Monday. Now I want you to know that that's an outrage. <laughs> And whoever can go to Mother Nature right now and say that's a bunch of BS because this is for breast cancer and prostate cancer and you should always have sunny days on the day of your outing. So I'm going to put in a little plug there and we'll see what we can do. Uh, but that's terrible. But great that you're doing the golf on Monday. Okay, okay. tell us what else. You can always go to breastcancershowhouse.org and see our calendar of events. So if you can't golf and we take all kinds of golfers. You don't have to be a professional golfer. It can be a, just a casual golfer. You get foursomes and come and it's it's a great outing. That's number one. And where is that? Or is it at the same place every year or do you switch it up? It We switch it up. Okay. Yeah. Um, typically we're at Ozaki Country Club. Okay. We used to be at Blue Mound. So um, it's been more I'm recently. at Blue Mound. So darn it, let's bring it back to Blue Mound. I <laughs> okay. love it. Okay. Anyway, 
we find a golf course and okay. it's typically on a Monday because they're not open to the public right. on Mondays. So that's that's fun. And we do things like beat the pro and we have hole in ones and and um, I'm doing raffle tickets, your arms link of raffle tickets, things like that. So that's another way to raise money. There's a dinner at night. You don't have to golf, but you can come to the dinner. So that's the golf. Second thing is this wonderful show, um, fashion show at the Italian Community Center where you, we take people who are survivors. And when I was telling you before that I was a breast cancer survivor, the day I found out I was sur survivor, my identical twin was diagnosed. Oh my. The very day. So I modeled for the show house as a quote survivor you get on that stage there's not a dry eye in the place yeah. because you realize i wouldn't be up on the stage if right. i hadn't survived but in the meantime i was running the front of the lobby with my auctions and stuff so i got up did my little spin and then went back out to the auction but you're wearing 12 hats as always <laughs> yeah, linda but this year we couldn't do it so we need you to go on to the breastcancershowhouse.org and make a reservation we're going to do a virtual fashion show we're going to get former models to give their testimonies of how the organization has helped them. One time a lady came out and she said, third time I don't have any hair, but here I am. I'm yeah. alive. Another one came out with her child and said, I was able to conceive while I had this insidious yeah. disease. So these are the people that will be um, interviewed by Joyce Garbasiak, mm -hmm. and it's going to go live on October 21st, but you need to make a reservation so that we send you an invitation. Okay. So that's for the virtual Pinktacular Luncheon. Okay, now you're talking about October for that, and that's because October is the Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and since you just touched on that being in October, I wanna to touch on this, but then I wanna go back and finish what we were talking about, sure. the other things you're doing. So what spe other special events are happening in October for Breast Cancer Awareness Month? That's our biggie. Okay. That's our biggie. You know, I mean, other people have runs and walks. We've tried that. It's hard to compete with all the runs and the walks that are around here. And with COVID, a lot of that's quit. I know. So that's our biggie in October. Okay, great. So then let's go back because I don't want to miss anything because you guys are doing so many amazing things. So we have the event in October. We have golf. Tell us again about the rest of the events that you guys put on throughout the year um, where you're raising money for these causes. It's basically the golf, and then the, sh the golf is August. October is Italian Community Center. And be a little more specific about what happens at the Italian Community Center. That's the, sh the fashion show okay. for both. And that's virtual this year? Yes. Okay. Then our show house opens the first two weeks of June with a gala the night before. That is huge because you get money. Money is raised at the gala because it's a big party night. You get to see the house first before we open the doors to the public by attending the gala. And we open June 1st for two weeks and that's our biggie because we're open to the public. So you have golf, you have the Italian Community Center Pinktacular. You have the gala and the show house. Awesome. And how do people get involved in the WBCS events if they want to volunteer or they want to go to the gala or they want to go to Pinktacular? How, how do people find out more about, about you guys and, and get involved? 
a lot of it is word of mouth and of course they can always call me because I'm the volunteer coordinator but your best idea is to go to the breast cancer show house breastcancershowhouse.org website and there are buttons to push to say I want to donate I want to volunteer uh, what events are happening and it's all there okay and let's switch gears lastly and talk about what you do with all this money you guys have raised because that's really what this is all about it's it's about uh, the fact that you're raising money for an amazing causes, prostate and breast cancer. And let's talk to people about where the money goes and the great things you guys have been doing with all the money you've raised. Thank you. Since our founding in 1998, our cumulative investment in research to the Medical College Cancer Center is $7.9 million. Wow. But $7.9 That is a lot of money but it's morphed into 86.6. So the researchers we have funded have leveraged that support to an additional external funding. So the money that we give them is kind of seed money and then they use it for research and they put it to work and they get a, a they're telling me they, their return on the investment is 12 to one. Wow. So we feel that we're very careful with our money and our research projects so that WBCS is making sure that the money that we have earned from these wonderful events is put to work as hard as possible. You know, and how important is that? Because I've read a bunch of articles over time where you're giving money to a certain event and it says 70 cents on every dollar goes to all these other external things and only 30 cents on the dollar is actually going to research. So the fact that you guys are on top of that it's at the top of your mind and your concern and in your 12 to one that your donations are, are being used for that. That is amazing. Are there any specific projects or things that you can recall or want to talk about that is happening with the money now or things that you've given money to where, oh, we found this kind of a breakthrough or someone did this or that? Any Anything along those lines that you'd want to share? Well, and it's important to know that we have funded two endowed research professors at $1 million each at the medical college. Oh, that's great. So, Well, I can't tell you how excited we've been in the past. I know Suzanne and Mike uh, were so excited to have their home or Suzanne's mother's home be the breast cancer show home, which is awesome. I know we've been involved in sponsoring uh, in the past the show homes. And this is the first time I've been able to meet you, Linda. And you are just such an impressive woman. You've done so many great things. Um, you're a teacher. Tell us a little bit about that. I, I want to hear about what you teach and uh, your students because I'll tell you, what you're doing not only in the show home but also as a teacher, I mean, it's a hard time. And to be able to teach young people and our, our future leaders, that, that's pretty awesome. So tell us about what you do as a teacher and, and your career in that regard. I taught for Milwaukee Public Schools for 30 years, and those kids needed us intensely. My husband and I didn't have our own kids and I said that's probably God's wish because I'd probably kill my own <laughs> by the time <laughs> I'd get home. I had 35 fifth graders in a room. Yeah. But he was excellent in math and so they would call and say, hi Bill, is Mrs. Short home? And he'd say, no, what do you need? I don't get my math, run it by me. Yeah. So he could help them on the phone because many of them didn't have anybody at home to help yeah. them with homework. 
So when I retired, he got a standing ovation because together we helped with these 35 kids in a room every year. Now what's really rewarding, the River Edge Nature Center has a bike ride every year. It's the best bike ride in the Midwest. I don't bike, but I run the food tent. (laughs) Good for you. In the food tent are my former fifth graders who are 40 years old. And they remember going to River Edge for field trips. So I go on Facebook and say, Mrs. Short needs you. And they're like, can we do this? I'll do the ice cream. I'll do the soda, whatever. So I have this wonderful bonding with the kids, even though they're in their 40s. And one of them said, would you tutor my son? And I said, wait a minute. The apple doesn't fall far from the tree. (laughs) If he's anything like you, I don't know. Since then, since I'm not teaching elementary, I am now teaching senior exercise at the community gym in Cedarburg and adult water fitness in the Cedarburg pool. And it's wonderful for people who have joint problems or issues and they can't pound at a gym. And these women are absolutely, and men, are absolutely thrilled to be in the water and be able to move. It's very therapeutic and it's social. Some of them talk so much and I'm saying, your jaws are the only thing getting (laughs) exercised. Well, I'll tell you, it was a joy for me to spend some time with you this morning. I have been so lucky over the years to meet some really awesome wonderful people doing great things and you really are at the top of the list if you look at all you've done to make your community a better place to help children and adults and cancer survivors like yourself you've really done a ton of great stuff and it was an honor for me to spend a little bit of time with you and hear not only about the um Wisconsin Breast Cancer Showhouse, but really about you and what a wonderful human being you are and all the great stuff you've done. So thanks for spending some time with us. Well, I appreciate thank it. Thank you. And thank you to Hupi and Abraham because you have been generous supporters of our cause. Well, it's our pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you for turning into this episode of Hupi and Abraham's Tell Them You Mean Business. For more information about the topics covered in this podcast, visit hupi.com or email info at hupi.com. And remember, if you're injured in an accident, call Hupi and Abraham at 800-800-5678 to tell them you mean business.